down to earth What went down in the van A legend in, a legend in, a legend in A legend in beers with bears Beers with bears Beers with bears Beers with bears I guess first of all, uh, before I forget, uh, thank you for being a part of this. Uh, of course, Michael, man. Obviously, yeah. Um, Stoked that uh, timing finally worked out, and we were able to get you on. So. Yeah, dude. Sorry it took so long for us to answer, but we aren't good at answering anybody about anything. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we really. We, you're we, lucky. We gotta get you're lucky. We got back to you at all, honestly. <laughs> no, you're fine. There's there's a lot of people that. Uh, I ha- never hear back from so I mean, yeah hearing something back is better than nothing i feel like yeah oh yeah well sorry again and thanks for having yeah us on. thanks for having us man um right I before get a beer yeah uh stock yeah, up get a, man. get a beer dude i got right, a whole, back. i got my whole right. six pack with me all right <laughs> i'm gonna go grab mine so how long have you been doing this uh about like I think uh, this year will be like two full years or two and a half or something like that. Cool, uh, the man. First, first year was kind of sporadic, just uh, kind of getting my bearings down and stuff like that. So it's been a little yeah. bit, it's been a lot more consistent this year, which is nice. Cool. That's awesome. It's cool that somebody is doing like a DIY music podcast. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's a market for it somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've gotten good response and I... It's dope because I've like, gotten a chance to find out all these bands from different uh, local scenes that I probably would never have heard of. Um, yeah. And you guys included, like, everything. Everyone that I've, like, looked up and reached out to has always been sick. So. Cool, man. That's cool. I'm so for doing it. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this week, I have the band Dits. Uh, I pronounced that right, correctly? Yes, right. sir. Yeah, right. yes, you did. That's it. <laughs> uh, they are uh, like an angsty pop-punk band, I'd say, from uh, New Jersey. Uh, thank you so much for being on. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, doing man. Doing great, man. How about uh, you? I'm doing good. Uh, sun's shining. I'm inside where it's warm, so you know that's a plus. Yeah, I um, if it was gonna snow one more time, I think I would have fucking killed myself. <laughs> I come to, I wasn't shoveling my driveway again. Not this right. year. Not this year. Maybe next year. We'll see. That's what's good about an apartment. I don't have to clean anything. I just kind of like just hole up in here for a couple of days. It's not even like my driveway is big or anything. I'm just such a little bitch. <laughs> like as soon as it's snowing, I'm like, no, no, yeah. I don't want to be out there. I do. It's gonna, my back's gonna hurt. My hands are gonna hurt. I'm gonna cry the whole time. It's terrible. I hate it. So I'm glad. I'm also glad that the sun's out. Yeah. And I don't have to wear a jacket anymore. It like, it was like 70 degrees here on Monday, and then the past few days have been like 30 and below. It's really. Oh man. Uh... That sucks. That sucks. So you're on that like third winter. You got the tees, <laughs> yeah, the tees exactly. of spring, and now you're back into it. Yeah, we had a couple days of that like two weeks ago, and I yeah, was, we already oh, went through that. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing that sucks is I moved north last year. I went from like, granted, I was in, still in the Midwest, but I was like, why am I moving north where it's going to yeah. snow more and I'm going to have to deal with like more waves of winter? It's stupid. That's a huge mistake, man. Huge <laughs> mistake. You got to go south. Yeah, yeah, man. Get away from it. The older I get, the more mad I am that it's cold every year. Yeah. I used to love it. And then like now, as soon as it gets below 40, I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, dude, I... I... 
like I don't need to leave my boxers because I work from home. So like I'll be walking around the house and I'm like, oh my God, it's freezing in here. Michelle's like, it's 73 degrees in here. Just put clothes on. But I'm definitely just I'm getting old. It sucks. Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm getting crotchety. I feel like I'm an asshole. Yeah. My bones hurt all the time now. Yeah, same, dude. Every single part of my body is in pain 90% of the time. I can't do any out of here. I'm falling apart at the seams. All right, I guess we should talk about the band, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we should probably get into that. Uh, I guess to start off, uh, do you want to say like who you are and what you do in the band? Yeah, sure. I am Luke, and I play drums in the band. And I'm Keith. I play bass. And then uh, we're obviously missing some guys tonight. Uh, yeah. Who are we missing, and what do they do? Johnny is the lead guitar player, and uh, Todd is the vocalist and rhythm guitar player. Okay. Um, I guess starting out, we'll just go way to the beginning of uh, just his career. Like, how'd you guys come together? All right. I think I'll, I'll take this one because yeah, Keith you're wasn't gonna have there. To. <laughs> yeah, Keith wasn't there for the very beginning. Um, so I think we started playing together in like very late 2016. It was kind of like a perfect storm of, I was in a touring band that was fizzling out. Todd had just moved back from California and he was looking to play music again. Me and him used to play in a band when we were like 14, 15 in high school. So he was, he had moved to California for a couple of years. He was coming back. I was looking to start a new band. So me and him started jamming together. And then me and Johnny had met years prior through, um, mutual friends in local music and I knew that he was a guitar player and we had been like hanging out a little bit so I asked him if he wanted to come up and uh jam with me and Todd and then um he came up and I think the first the first thing we started jamming on was like the what would become our song Spanish subtitles from our first EP and then shortly after that we got Keith in the band we were looking for a bass player on and off for probably like four or five months and we asked Keith to design our logo, not even thinking like I wasn't even I didn't even remember that Keith had played an <laughs> instrument at all. I barely did. Yeah, because because so. I, I had also known Keith. We've known each other for years, too. He like we lived down the street from each other for a while. So, yeah, we hit Keith up to design our logo because he's also a really good artist. And he did that. And I think Todd did Todd just ask you like a couple weeks later. Yep, it was actually in the same text. He was like, "Hey, dude, uh, I know you do like designing and cartoons and stuff. Um, we want a logo." And he sent me the demo. And he was like, "Also, we're looking for a bass player if you're interested." And so I kind of just like listened to. I think it was a demo of Spike. Yeah. And um, I just kind of was like listening to that all day and drawing. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I could like, yeah, I want to be in a pop punk band. This is like kind of pop punky." Yeah. Sure, I'll like pretend like i know how to play bass and i i think i came to a uh, practice like a week later yeah and try, and try and it yeah because we we had already known him at least me and todd had so he came and he could play it and we were just like okay you want to be in the band and he was like yeah and we were like okay that's fine <laughs> and that was really it <laughs> <laughs> yeah nothing complicated about the process at all it, it was kind of a perfect storm though because if i wasn't looking for a band at the same time that todd moved back from california it might not have lined up how it did yeah i mean it's always nice when those things work out and yeah obviously it's, it's working out great for you guys uh everything sounds good like for people that don't know of you definitely um go check everything out just and we'll get into more detail here in a little bit but because um, i was jamming pretty much most of the discography today yeah and it's it's all the nice thing is it's all it's good clean it's pretty consistent i mean i can see where you guys progressed since then but i mean you guys as a whole are really cohesive and it sounds great thanks oh, thank you so much thanks man. a lot um and then the name the name dits like where does that come from i think that's a luke question again because <laughs> when i was doing the logo, yeah, it, yeah, was, it was yeah. four dits so. <laughs> Um, I don't remember exactly. I, somebody asked us once if it was from Jank lyrics, because in the one, the one Jank song, he says Ditsy, but I'm not sure 
if that's actually where we got it from. I just remember one day, it wasn't my idea, either Johnny or Todd brought it up at band practice and we all just agreed that it was good. And that was that. You know, it was it was very simple thing. Like, I don't really care. I'm not. I'm really not picky with names at all. So I would, I'm just like down to go with with it. Whatever anybody else is agreeing on, I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have to hear this conversation anymore. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think you and me are both like the two guys yeah. in the band that are just like, all right, yeah. Let's Todd, let's Todd, do whatever. Todd and Johnny are definitely like a little bit more particular. So if we can get everybody on the same page, not that it's ever hard to do so, but it's definitely easier just to be agreeable sometimes. Right. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that there's any, there's definitely no specific meaning or anything behind it. It's just, yeah, like it it might be from that. Somebody asked us if it was from that jank song. So I don't know if I'm just like projecting that into my memory because I don't really think that's the reason we named it that, but could be, I don't know. That's that's a whole part of the folklore, I guess. Now, yeah, yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of kind of us. Like, who knows yeah. what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, we we don't. Yeah, we definitely have no idea we're, what we're doing. We're just kind of going with it, dude. Yeah, it's a miracle we're still doing it. Um, so, like the main main things I listened to today were. The Earthworm EP, which uh, came out what 2019, it looks like. Yeah. Um, and then recently in Jan, well, not super recently, but January, you guys released two more songs, um, program off the Program to Suck EP. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, they all sound super solid, and I really dug the Program to to Suck uh, little EP because it's. I feel like it gets more angstier than like everything else you guys have. Like it, it really packs that punch. Um, yeah. And then you guys really leave it hanging cause it's only a two song EP. Like is there more coming off of that or like, what are we expecting now? We're try- like trying, we're like thinking about trying to make it happen at this point. Um, <laughs> we like just because of the pandemic and everything going on, like we have a lot going on on our personal lives right now. Mm-hmm. So, we like really want to do a follow-up to that because like we think it's our best stuff too um we recorded it in early august right keith or was it late july yeah maybe it was late july i think yeah we tried it was supposed to be for a split okay but the everything kept getting pushed back with the split we we like really crunched to hit the deadlines and the other bands didn't hit the deadlines and then this happened and that happened and like four or five other things happened and it ended up we just self-released it by ourselves anyway so we cranked those two songs out in like a month and we were really proud of them and then like it was kind of a lull waiting all that time so like we basically haven't practiced since like october i think so yeah there's just been so much going on and yeah like Keith, Keith ha- has a new baby at home who was uh, preemie and in the NICU for like three months. I have a baby who just had surgery. My wife's pregnant again. Johnny just bought a house. Todd's doing whatever he does, mostly just skateboarding. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> he's being he, like a, he, a does it a, he does it a lot. <laughs> so it's serious. But like, yeah, we all have a huge, huge milestone things going on in our lives right now. So we like i was talking to johnny the other day and he has a bunch of stuff written and there's we just need to get together and start cranking out the songs that's basically it but with there being no shows or anything happening right now i think we're just like with the lack of motivation is really we don't need to do anything so we're not doing anything basically right yeah and i i think our our release too was like sort of overshadowed by some of the personal things that we had going on like yeah I mean, for me, at least, you know, my daughter was in the NICU at the time and like, I, I still, I did all like the merch design and all the album art and stuff. And that was kind of just like keeping my mind off of my baby being, you know, in an intensive care unit. <laughs> and, um, when the songs came out, it was like, all right, they're out, but now I got to go back to Yeah. Like my, it was very to... quick. I feel like it was like two or three days of us being like gung ho. And that's an, a thing that you will also realize after following us for like two or three days. We don't keep up with our social media like at all. 
so we just like posted about the song for like two days and we were like good job everybody all right pack it in we're done <laughs> uh i mean i gotta it's commend all of you major props for i mean with everything going on i hope everything's uh going well now uh but still having time to work on your band stuff and and like making that uh, a thing while everything else is going on uh congratulations also for for the, the new <laughs> ones and uh thanks uh, yeah. man thanks man uh, major props yeah it's um i mean i th- to me it's like essential like if i wasn't i've been in a band pretty much constantly for over 10 years you know so if i didn't have something at least there to go and do i would i would go insane you know i need to have the outlet yeah i need to be doing something creative yeah i completely agree i mean if it's not music it's doing art and dits was kind of like for me it started out as being an art project and i kind of wanted to carry when i joined the band like i wanted to keep dits being like a way for me to produce stuff Mm -hmm. um you know art and merch and album art and all kinds of stuff and like show posters and um so yeah it's essential for me too so like it's not ever something that i like feel burdened by doing like i love being part of the band um it's just a huge commitment when you have other like huge things going on in your life so you have like the most important things that have ever happened to you happening at the same time (laughs) right yeah (laughs) Uh, I guess speaking of the artwork and stuff like that uh, for you, Keith, like where do you get like most of Ditz's artwork is all, I mean, pretty com- like pretty much the same. And uh, are you following like a certain pattern? Is there a certain idea that you guys already had to base everything off of to get that specific style? Um, I mean, when I did the first logo for Ditz, it was just like Ditz and then it had a cigarette underneath it. And I was like, I think that's really representative of Dits. And I don't smoke cigarettes, but everyone else does. Yeah. But I, I mean, like when <laughs> when you think about Dits, you kind of like think about cigarettes. I don't know why, uh, but I kind of wanted to keep that like, like gross, like kind of nostalgic, cartoony. Like I wanted I, that really influenced by like '90s cartoons, and um, I kind of want when people listen to that to our music i want them to be like thinking about that time of their lives um right okay. that's what i think about when i'm like playing the playing the songs you know so i kind of want to like i wanted to build that nostalgia around us yeah i mean everything like all the the artworks look great and then i'm, I'm guessing you also did the obviously did the robot for program to suck uh, which yeah. is which is a sweet looking robot for like that album cover so like that was sick <laughs> thanks man yeah if you notice it's the same robot that's like stuck in the dirt on the earthworm ep oh yeah it is i just i just switched over to it that's yeah. awesome it's super cool i love it yeah well, i think it was your idea luke it was i wasn't gonna say that but thank you <laughs> that, that was for the record that was all Luke. yeah it was me big brain big decision maker guy uh, it's awesome though i mean just having having somebody like that who can do the stuff that keith does on the level that he does it because even like he did all our promotional the videos like those little like vhs instagram clips and the the video um the 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 teasers and stuff he did Mm -hmm. all that too and just having somebody who's like so good at doing that stuff physically in the band it's just such a godsend yeah it's so nice because you don't have to worry about like hitting somebody up and then like because we always like what keith does like we're never like oh can you like we're never at like giving him notes or anything (laughs) like that you know you can yeah it's but like having you in the band and having the art style be your vision makes it easier for us to be like that's just what it's going to be like i couldn't even imagine hitting anybody up to do album artwork or anything it just wouldn't make any sense right especially because like our covers like even though program to suck is a little bit different it's still like it just has such such a specific vibe to the way it looks and i like having that for our stuff it rules I, I also think it's representative of like my progression 
as like I obviously I started the art for us in 2017 and I like kind of wasn't the best at drawing and I just have been using you know like I said using dits as a way to like get better at what I'm doing and that's I don't only draw for dits but like I I think that cover in general is one of my better pieces yet so I think it makes sense that it's our best songs too yeah ties in hand in hand that being said if you're in a band and you're listening to this and you need artwork definitely pay keith to do it for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah hit me up yeah uh you won't be disappointed for sure no not at all (laughs) don't give him notes (laughs) yeah just (laughs) let him let him do what he wants to do. just let him do it just (laughs) let him do it that's what we do it works Um, so, uh, when I was listening back to, um, Bird Brain today, I, and I was able to fully, like, grasp the lyrics and, I mean, read the lyrics as well as because they're all on the band camp, um, you guys get into a couple lyrics about, uh, beers, spilling some beers and stuff like that, so I feel like that's a perfect segue, I was thinking about this real hard before, uh, (laughs) as to, uh, what we're all drinking tonight, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? What do you got, Keith? Keith, I got this um, weird, and you you'd be right on. It's yeah. called Starcut Ciders Pulsar. It's a dry cider. Um, I can't drink beer because I can't have gluten, so I'm um, drinking a cider tonight, and uh, it's pretty good. It's the first time trying it. Cool. Shout I out Star Starcut. Coors Banquet, baby. Ooh. Straight from the Rockies. Yeah. Good Nothing stuff. like it. What you got? Uh, I'm just rocking with the classic uh, Paps PBR Blue Ribbon. Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Love to hear that. But yeah, at, like Keith was saying with the cigarettes earlier and the, and the lyrics about drinking and stuff, like um, I th- definitely think we give off that kind of vibe. And especially when we first started the band, like keith said a cigarette is like very you know symbolic of dits like when we were like the summer of 2017 when we were practicing in todd's garage we were just like chain smoking the entire time and like poor keith is just like there he doesn't smoke he's standing in the middle of all of us so me and todd and johnny are just like ch- chiefing cigs the entire time and then <laughs> i think i think johnny's quit now I have I I quit every other week. I, I don't know about Todd. He always talks about quitting, but I think he smokes the most. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then we've always been, especially back then, we were huge, huge party men, party animals. Okay. So it definitely, I think that there's a bunch of truth in Todd's lyrics when he's talking about, you know, embarrassing himself and spilling drinks all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, shout out the uh, the grape room, <laughs> Manny Yunk. That we yeah. had some uh, some crazy shows there, some embarrassing shows there yeah. too. Well, maybe we'll get into those in the in the later half of the the episode for sure. Yeah, because I've been pretty drunk at the grape room, but our worst show ever was at Mill Hill for sure. <laughs> oh, and I think if I was the only one that. that I was I wasn't drunk. Yeah, so I, I was. I was mortified. Yeah, you, it was probably. <laughs> if I wasn't drunk, that would have scarred me for life. Oh, dude, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I was so mad. Well, I was. You know, I was as mad as I can be. I'm so stoked to hear that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, one one question I've been asking some bands lately is, let's say. The, pan- the pandemic's like over, done with, and tours and shows are able to happen again. What would be your guys' ideal tour? Uh, and you guys are able to bring out, let's say, three other bands. Uh, Dits is also for- the fourth band on that bill. Uh, who would you want to bring out on tour with you? Um, oh, man. That's a good question. Yeah, that's tough. Obviously, we just got to bring our friends out. Because if we say big bands, it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> who fucking well, cares? Probably free throw would be sick. Yeah, if, free if, throw if, would we'll, be really we'll let, sick. We'll let free throw headline and then like all, us and all yeah. So, so so people <laughs> fucking come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go with that. 
free throws headlining um dead and dog ears definitely they're probably Mm -hmm. they're a band who we like collectively we've known all of them for like years um who else coach's son yeah coach's son another band from hamilton the town that i live in really awesome dudes really cool band and who else keith um yawning was sick but i think they broke up hmm yawning but, uh, broke up really i i don't want to i don't know if they're making music anymore right. but yeah look that up before you uh start talking shit who's ever listened to this <laughs> yeah i don't think they make music anymore but yawning would be sick um and then probably some of the the chill just... wave bands yeah honestly maybe like oolong oolong would be sick to have on there yeah that's who i that padfoot padfoot rocks i'm trying to i'm just like totally drawing a bank i can't even remember any of the bands that we've ever played with i know because we haven't we haven't played a show in 45 years (laughs) terrible yeah honestly the real answer to this question is like absolutely fucking anybody at this point you know what i mean right yeah i just want to get back out there i will i'll go out well i'll go out four band tour all four bands are us we play four (laughs) sets and then we go home it's one show one show (laughs) because we have kids at home yeah yeah well that 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 would make sense then we play a play a four night tour except it's all all it's all one night four sets and we go home and there's four people there watching us (laughs) yeah our girlfriends and wives (laughs) see that's the that's the reason that we're having kids it's just so we want people to come to the shows you know they have to come if we can't get a crowd we'll make a crowd i I have a one friend who's he like i mean obviously his kids a little bit older than uh, what your guys would be, he's maybe like, I don't, I don't know how to gauge how old kids are anymore, but he's old enough where like he'll come to the show or whatever. Yeah, uh, and it's 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 pretty amazing seeing him because like they'll be playing and then he'll like get up on stage and like his dad's the singer for their band, so he'll like sing along with them. It's the cutest fucking thing. Like, yeah, that's awesome. I can't so wait cool. to be able to do that. Even though uh, I don't think I'm gonna be bringing like a four-year-old into the into bars or anything but <laughs> yeah if we graduate from playing like from bars, bars and, to and actual venues yeah bars <laughs> to actual venues people's basements that are 10 years younger than us <laughs> that's the weird thing about getting older is that like we'll go and play a college party and it's like oh yeah college these kids are like kind of our age and then we walk in there and they're like no we're fucking way older than all of these kids. It's Let's insane. Yeah. Like that one like the one house show we played, we walk we go in there. I think me and Keith got went went in there first and I go down in the basement and Keith's just staring at me like wide eyed. And then we found out like a second later that like all the kids who own the house were doing Salvia. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> Salvia? I'm scared. What year is it? <laughs> terrifying yeah i can imagine there, there was one show we did on like so i used to tour manage a, a buddy's band and we played i think like it was like some college house show in new jersey but i can't remember where at new jersey um and like the show's going on it was a solid bill and like good time and then we just realized like we're the only ones one it was like the last tour we were doing so we were killing like a case every day yeah. But, like, we were drinking heavily, and all these college kids were just, like, in awe. And, like, we were like, <laughs> like this is literally your age group. Like, you should be doing yeah. this, too. Yeah. And, like, we're beer-bonging off the roof and, like, playing drunk <laughs> yeah. skate. And they're, we're like, who's who's the older people right now? Like, we got a dude in the band that's, like, 35. How is this working? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
Love to hear that. That shit fucking <laughs> rocks. Dude, I don't know. I, like, I, you hear on the news, on, on, you know, I sound like an old motherfucker saying that, but, like, they say <laughs> that, like, kids nowadays are partying less than they used to. And, I mean, they said that about us when we were younger. They said that, like, we were partying less than our parents. So, like, wh- at what point is there just going to be no more partying left? It'll right. be a sad day. Very sad. And, like, four or five de- generations when, like, it's just like one guy in one in a high school having one beer <laughs> and that's it breaks my heart breaks my heart man these kids got to be out there getting fucked up i guess the show we went to though they were they were going harder than us yeah that's true but they were fucking doing salvia man like that shit's insane yeah, that's, that's not, not the good drugs. kind of stuff you know like i want to see these people shotgunning beers and and like breaking shit that's that that seems cool to me a room full of dudes smoking salvia is not cool to me <laughs> they're just tripped out on the couch like yeah and, so, and sorry to those kids if you're listening like they were really nice kids but like that shit's so weird dude <laughs> yeah, wait for wait for us to leave next time yeah <laughs> hey, you can't put those vibes in the airways like right at the beginning of the show like at least wait uh, dude. it's so it's so strange and i think what we were doing what we did we were crushing beers that show too but we were just doing it in the driveway hmm. we were yeah, just by the crushing fan. yeah we established ourselves as dri- as driveway guys <laughs> and we just fucking didn't we went we'd go in to watch the bands and then as soon as the bands were done we were just shotgunning beers in the driveway because if the cops come we're old enough we're allowed to right you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> And that way you're not inside the house if the cops yeah. show up. Yeah, and then they, they, they're out. like, hey, are you guys here? And we're like, no, nah, we're just chilling in the driveway. We just <laughs> happen to be crushing beers in this kid's driveway. <laughs> but now would be a good time to go in there because yeah, they all just yeah. smell salvia. Yeah, so. you guys should get in there, though. <laughs> they, they're getting starting to get rowdy. Don't worry about us. We'll be, we'll be good. <laughs> right. I mean, we hit most of the bases already obviously we're we're waiting on new music to to follow uh program to suck probably once uh shows and stuff are able to come back probably yeah ho- for those. hopefully sooner yeah um we're still a little worried about covid shit too which yeah sucks to have to worry about but that's the most of the reason that we're not having band practice right now other than the fact that we're all re- really busy too but it's just yeah, like we- we got to be extra careful i mean me i i really do and yeah um it sucks i want to get back yeah i mean i mean it makes sense be better to be safe than than uh worry about it in the long run and stuff so. yeah johnny's already vaccinated i get my first shot next sunday so get that it's just slowly but surely we'll be in hopefully by the end of the summer we'll at least have songs written I would like to say for another EP or something longer. It would be sick to do something longer, but yeah. also recording music costs a lot of money. Yeah. And it sucks. That's another reason why we haven't recorded is because we make money from playing shows and we can't play shows. So we can't make money to play to, uh, to record, yeah. which sucks, but what are you going to do? I don't think anybody's going to be mad at us if we wait another couple of months to put out an EP or something. Oh, no. Yeah, we got some stuff in the works. There's a couple songs we have written. Um, yeah, we have. We actually have like a ton of shit written. And Johnny's been writing... I, I mean, he plays guitar constantly. But when when we went into to record Program to Suck, we had like the skeletons of like five entire songs. And we just had to like really quick pick which ones we wanted to finalize before we went into the studio. Mm-hmm. So we at least have three songs that are basically done. And then probably two or three more that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, I know Johnny, he told me he has like a couple fully written. So yeah. It would so. be sick. I actually just, I was talking to him on the phone the other day and, and he said he was going to start recording demos into his computer again because i have a full recording setup from of drum mics too so hopefully at least we can iron out some demos even if we can't get together in person 
which would be uh which would be sick because yeah. i mean when i say we haven't done anything since program to suck came out i mean that in like the most literal way we have done absolutely nothing <laughs> which sucks because yeah. we all <clears> want to my base i played drums last weekend for the first time in like three months which was like makes sense because i play the loudest stupidest fucking instrument and i'm living i live in a house with a pregnant woman and a baby <laughs> so like sucks if you're thinking about playing an instrument don't play drums kids it sucks man it's all it's heavy it hurts really bad you have to hit them so hard you yeah, the whole band has to help like bring him back to the car yeah right. no one no one thinks you're cool <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a good way to to uh just like hurt your body really bad and solidify yourself as a loser that's what's happened to me <laughs> but you get to sit down at every show yeah but like the stuff that you're doing with the rest of your body is like so much man especially like i hit so hard probably harder than i should and like what I'm, was that one I'm paying that one show it. we that one show we played when uh you like couldn't do the fills anymore because your arms were cramping up do you remember that that must have been at the grape room and, and you went to um you got like half off miller high lifes or something do you remember that and you had like 12 and then you couldn't play the set yeah <laughs> physically dude. you couldn't play it yes i do this a similar kind of thing was happening <laughs> was happening at that night that we were talking about which is the worst show but i'll i'll i will i'll i have this thing that happens when i get too drunk is that like if i try to play anything fast my arm like i'll do i can do it in my brain but like this the synapse aren't firing quick enough so it's like i'm thinking and then i like it sucks really bad for me too because i know that i'm doing it in real time i'll go to play <laughs> something and it just doesn't happen and i'm just like oh that fucking sucked <laughs> Especially because, like, I write, like, like the hardest drum parts I can think of. So if I'm in any type type of state that I can't perform at the best of my ability, I just, like, sound like absolute dog shit. I do the opposite for bass. <laughs> <laughs> I write the easiest part I could think of. Yeah, but I write the hardest shit because I'm an asshole. Like, I think, like, oh, the one drummer that's there will think I'm cool if he... <laughs> knows that i'm doing a rudiment you know what i mean like it's stupid i should just play i should just play like straight backbeat four four the entire time no i think the most compliments we get are on your drums to be honest the most you sure yeah yeah dude look at any comment on any of the youtube things that we have out well it's good because i fucking try really hard <laughs> <laughs> No, but I will tell you the story about that show, the the drunkest we've ever been show. I feel like it's I started a, drinking. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is the, this is the time we're gonna get into some stories, so everyone buckle yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I had to go. I was a mechanic at a time, and I was doing brakes in my friend's car. And the his car just happened to be parked in the driveway of a house that was having a party, of course. So I was like, oh, I'll just have a few beers. So I had a, I had probably too much to drink there. And then I get to Todd's house. We meet up at Todd's before the show. And he's drinking there, too. So at this point, that I should have stopped there. Absolutely not. I get to the show. And I get to the show. And then Johnny had also been drinking, like, all day, too. So, like, me and him probably have, like, the hardest jobs <laughs> collectively and also probably fuck up the most when we're drunk. He has all really, really busy guitar parts. I have all really busy drum parts, neither of which either either of us can play when we're too fucked up. So, and then we start drinking at the venue too. And I thought it was, I thought I was going to be fine. Coach's son, the, um, <laughs> the band that we were talking about before, they were playing the show with us. And of course, they're like me and Dakota, their drummer, we're kind of like drum nerds. So we like, figured we would combine both of our symbol setups and have like this have like <laughs> too many symbols we had like seven symbols you know like four crashes and two rides for, for both of us to play 
So like that combined with the fact that I had been drinking all day, I could just like couldn't focus at all. I would go to play something, it wasn't happening. I was fucking up constantly. <laughs> it was so bad. And I think like I don't even remember hearing how bad Johnny was. You'd probably be better at recalling that. Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> so bad i was mortified i wish that i drank more (laughs) it's so funny because dakota always gasses us up and then after the show he he told he told me he was like he was like this is like when people tell you not to meet your heroes (laughs) (laughs) we like disappointed them yeah disappointed a bad I think Zach, oh, man, Zach, the drummer from um from Brackish and, and Sick Shit, there, it, he was there too, and I think he just like straight up told me we fucking sucked. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a bad, bad show. And the follow up to this, like, it must have been, it was probably like almost six months later, because I think it was in the winter. That that show was in the summer, and it was in the winter. We play there again, and it's the same promoter, and he's there, and he was like. We, none of us were drunk that time. We played really good. And the promoter was like, oh, my God, dude, you guys were so good this time. He was like, I don't know what was up with you guys last time, but, like, this time was way better. And we were like, yeah, dude, no shit. Yeah, we, we probably purposely didn't drink that time to, yeah, like, definitely make sure not. that we would crush it. Definitely not. I think after that show, I kind of t- took a vow of, like, a, like a two or three beers before I can't do that again, dude. I feel it's especially because I notice how bad I'm doing. You know, it just sucks so bad. My arms feel like they're made of cement. I can't fucking do a thing. (laughs) Oh man, what a curse! That's what we get, dude. At least you get punished. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) big time. Like, cause if if you got that drunk and then you crushed it, I'd be so mad. Yeah, it would suck. It would suck for you guys. No, it's I, I was definitely feeling very punished. Very, very punished after that show. At least people understood. Yeah, I mean, like, most of the people that, they were, that were there were our friends. And, like, that's another funny thing, too, because they're our close friends, and they were also like, Jesus Christ, you guys are <laughs> fucking bad. Like, I kind of <laughs> wish that we had, like a, like, a, like, a video of this set just so I can, like, watch it. It would probably make me curl up and do a ball and die, but, like... It was probably insanely bad. Yeah, I can't imagine. It, it, it was not good. Yeah, I mean, you were there. I, think you I, I turned my back to the crowd for the really like, <laughs> for the rest of the set. <laughs> After like the first three songs, you're, I was like, "Oh you're no!" Shamed, dude. You should have walked out. It would have been so sick. I just like set my bass down, like got a little guitar <laughs> yeah. stand and set it down. Yeah, and you guys played the rest of the set with it there. Yeah, or if you like flipped us off before you walked out. <laughs> Just left, drove home, picked like over one of the symbols, <laughs> <laughs> one of the fifteen symbols that we had set up. You're just playing like a mega drum set. <laughs> oh man, that was good though. I mean, at least it's a good story. Yeah, it's a lesson learned. That's for sure. We're far enough removed now where we can laugh. Yeah, like the idea of playing a show is so far fetched right now that I'm like, yeah. Oh. I would get drunk before one. Yeah, even if we played one and we sucked really bad, at least we'd play one right now. Yeah. I don't yeah, think we... I don't think I have gone a year without playing a show since like 2011. Maybe even before that. It's been insane. Yeah. This year's been rough. Yeah, dude. It's been so weird. I'm so ready for uh I know everybody has been saying this constantly for a year but like when the fuck is this going to be over i'm so ready for this to be over yeah uh but based off of like your incident that's why when we were on the road or anytime that like i was for sure like with the dudes in the band i would install instill like a, a two drink limit before they would play uh and then there was, like, one time we were supposed to play this, like, show in somewhere in Kansas. And the band that had booked it for us notified us the day before as we're, like, on our way back home from, like, a tour. We were coming from the West Coast. And they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, so-and-so has to work. So 
they never got it off apparently so like we can't make the show um it was just supposed to be us and them because apparently everyone else dropped off so it was just us and they didn't even come out to the show don't and... they know that you're supposed to call it from work not the from the show <laughs> right that's and, what uh... you do <laughs> work <And> sucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we were just trying to go home you know and uh like it was the last show of our like a little run before our like six hour drive home and the guys were like we're just having a limit tonight and i was like no like fuck tonight whoever's <laughs> in this bar is just gonna have to deal with this shit and like the the bar manager like felt bad so he gave like a couple dudes like extra like strong drinks let's go and at, at one point like i'm sitting there trying to record like the last of the set and just like you hear this commotion and you look over and the lead guitarist is just like he fell back into a speaker and just, just <laughs> like just kind of destroyed it like it dented it all in we we're just like well like whatever dude let's get the fuck do? out of here like yeah what are you gonna do yeah similarly when i was touring we had a strict a strict no drinking before we played mm. i was it was like we were it was a metalcore band and we played to a click and everything so it had to be like very spot on uh, yeah 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 i think if anything like one beer but like we didn't drink at all before we played because i can only imagine how bad i would have fucking sucked at playing that <laughs> if i was drunk thank god and i think having so many years of having that rule made me a little cocky i, I, I was like yeah i could probably fucking i could probably fucking drink and play no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now now I really want to hear uh this uh worst show story. Worst show? Or the the one you guys were talking about before obviously your drunken night of uh playing drums. Oh uh was it one of the grape room shows probably? I think so. I I don't know if that I think that the one that I just told was our worst show. That one was pretty bad though. Was that the one that that me and Todd also got in a fight because he like forgot his capo? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then there was that like confusion about what song we were playing. Yeah, he got all mad at me, and I remember like I yelled at him. I think I yelled at him or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got mad he at me should. too. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't back him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's whatever what he that me. means. I didn't back him up. Yeah, I don't. I... <laughs> yeah, I would say the the one that we were just talking about the, that the was drunken def- night that yeah. was that had to have been the worst. Yeah. Um, but we've had a couple crazy shows at the Grape Room, which is a really cool venue in in Maniunk, which is like right outside of Philly. Yeah, um, it's and... it, it's it's really weird playing there too. It's just, it, it's like further away from from where we are than like almost every other show that we play but for some reason like every single person we know will come out to that specific venue for some reason probably just because mm-hmm. it's in maniunk it's a pretty cool place but like like uh our, our music video for crudweiser we filmed it there and just every single time we play there it's just a great show i can't wait to get back there again yeah it's a really cool like downtown area and like prior to our our set we like kind of just hang out in all the different like bars and restaurants around there um we're always on a really cool bill there um but you know like if we're out at a bunch of places uh, there's been a couple shows where we just like had too many margaritas at the taco place yeah before hence, it and... hence the lyrics about the drinking but yeah, that's <clears throat> speaking of being on cool bills at the grape room most of the time that we play there there's this band called mikey potato that plays there too and it's this band of like well at least like the singer who is mikey potato and and like the bassist it's like really weird because it's like three like guys in their like late 50s it seems and then the drummer is like a girl in her 30s or something it's a really weird vibe and then the songs are basically just like weird party songs this dude like mikey potato he looks insane he's like always wearing an eagles jersey and the songs are always just like him screaming something into the mic and then like holding it out for someone to repeat it and it goes on for what feels like forever it's so entertaining it's insane and i don't even know like 
how it happened, but like we played with them like three or four times. I think every time we played there, he was on the bill. Yeah, I think every time but once, I think. And it's the best. No, probably Ditzgiving. Yeah. I think um, somebody told me that he went to jail, but I don't, <laughs> I, don't rem- I don't remember if they told me that he went to jail bef- like before or like after the last time we played with them. I'd probably like, believe either. <laughs> yeah, maybe both. <laughs> yeah, dude. The guy's weird. Uh, so since the, like the, the start of Dits and everything like that, what's probably been um, for each of you like the, the – best moment or like greatest highlight that you always think of uh that came from dits itself um i think we've had a lot of people reach out and like tell us how much our music means to them and like what it's done for them and to think that like this i mean this is essentially a hobby for us you know to think that that could have the sort of impact on these people that it has um for me personally that's been really cool because i remember being a kid in high school like listening to pop punk bands and it being more than just like music to me like it being something that really helped me through hard times in my life and just to know that you know something that we're doing is is that for somebody else has been super cool um so i think that has been one of the most rewarding parts uh but for me like I remember we played this show once in Burlington, which is kind of like this Burlington, New Jersey. It's kind of near where we all grew up. Um, And it was probably the first time we played there. It was just like a bar. We thought it was going to be a regular show. And we like packed it from like front to back. And everybody was singing our words and like crowd surfing and stage diving. And um, I remember that being a really like pivotal, pivotal moment for me where I was like, oh, people like like what we're doing for real and it's not just us being drunk and silly in todd's garage like where people are into it um and and you know that was a dream of mine as a kid was to like play a show like that so i i think back to that show a lot i think i i would definitely uh i would definitely agree with that show i was going to bring that up or any of the other shows we played at that specific venue um we did the uh, the EP release for Earthworm there too, and it was just like he said, packed front to back. Just a, an amazing feeling to have like all those people, and like pretty much like all of my best friends from my entire life be there to support us. It's been like really super cool, and also just like I feel like we've just had like so like just like being. <laughs> as lame as this sounds just like the four of us being friends like we've had just had like so many nice hilarious moments together over the past four years it's just been it's been like this has just been a great experience for me it's been super sick and i don't think i don't think it'll ever end at this point yeah i don't i don't see it ever ending we we've proven that we can go an entire year with basically doing nothing and still being a band. So what's the point of breaking up, you know, <laughs> like having kids and moving. Yeah. And... yeah. <laughs> well, also I, I, I would like yeah. to, I would like to make a shout out just to, to like our specific DIY scene uh, coming from metal music. It's really refreshing to be a part of a, like a local scene that like people actually come out to the shows and the bands are actually nice to each other. They're not just like trying to be pompous dickheads and, you know, get on one show with We Came as Romans at the TLA or something like that. <laughs> it's really, it's, 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 a, it's really cool to be part of a scene where like people will come out to see a new band and like them and then follow up after and be like, hey, I saw you guys here. I bought the CD. You guys are fucking sick, whatever, whatever. I went so many years. Um, Right before we started Dits, I was also in another local band. It was a metal band. And just like being starting Dits and starting that band at the same time and playing local metal shows and playing local like pop punk DIY shows, it was like night and day, the difference of like how the shows did and how the people acted towards each other. It's just like such a refreshing experience to be part of like a good community. Yeah, I, I agree with that. 
that's awesome. Uh, I mean, that's always it's always good to hear that like a scene is doing well and actually taking care of each other rather than just like how you mentioned with like the metal court thing where everyone seems to just be one upping each other trying to be like the best uh, yeah dog in the playground. Like it's always nice to hear those stories because I mean that's that's what I grew up with was a good scene where everyone's like oh like you're you're a new band or whatever like yeah and i think that when we were when we were younger there was definitely i think it probably like you know like from like 2003 to like 2010 when even when i was touring everybody says the same thing they're like back in the day our local scene was insane we used to pack out you know 200 cat venues just for a local band headliner you Mm -hmm. know And, and then like as the years go by it's just like i don't know if it has to do with the availability of watching live music on the internet or searching for music on the internet but people just don't really go to shows anymore especially local shows which is a bummer you know i don't think people have as much as of a drive to discover music because you can just fucking look at your spotify release radar and find a new band every week you know, you don't have to go to a show with a band that you've never heard of, and then you're there, and you're like, oh, I actually like these guys. You only yeah, I mean, go I, to the show if you already know the band. I also think, like, our particular genre kind of blew up. Like, I, I mean, I grew up listening to pop punk and stuff, and I remember a shift when it went from, like, feeling like something that was mine. Like, I'd go to a, sh- to, I don't know, see the Wonder Years, and there was, like, 80 kids there. Yeah. And then that turned into them playing, like, selling out Union Transfer, and just feeling like oh this isn't like my thing anymore you know like it's not it's it's beyond local now it's beyond like a small show a basement show and i think when that happens people tend to go towards like the bigger bands of course um just like you know it becomes a little bit more mainstream and i don't mean that in a bad way yeah but that like literally is what happened um so i think that kind of took away from like the smaller bands that were like still playing VFWs and stuff. Well, we're still there, dude. We're still playing VFWs. I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't think that we've ever personally played. No, we played one VFW. Did we? Yeah. It was in that show in South Jersey with Pine. Is that the band? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and like it was out in the Pinelands kind of. Yeah, it was super was, far away. Yeah. That was a cool show. It was yeah. a Halloween show. No, it wasn't. We play- Not yeah, that was. one. Not that one. Oh, right, right, right. The Halloween I, I, show is at that bar in the same area. Yeah. And when, Emma when, booked both. Yes. Okay. <laughs> of course. Shout out, Emma. <laughs> yeah, Emma, you roll. Yeah, I had a teleprompter job that day. I remember I came like in a polo shirt, black <laughs> pants. <laughs> I came from UPenn. Hell yeah, dude. That's the that's the vibe. That's the gimmick. You should that should be your thing. <laughs> like just I mean my, my thing is just coming from work every yeah. show. Yeah. Showing up late with a briefcase. <laughs> you open it up, just pull out one pick and then close <laughs> <pulls> it again. <laughs> And then at the end of the show, I have to go back to work. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Get a meeting. Got a there meeting go. at five. I don't have a watch on. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. So as we wind down here, I want to give another big thank you to uh, these dudes from Dits for uh, stopping by and hanging out for the night. Um, Definitely go check out Program to Suck. Actually, just check out all their discography. Um, for anyone that is looking for Dits music, merch, or work, or anything else Dits, where can they find it or find you guys? Um, we are Dits the Band on Twitter and Instagram. We are, I think we're just Dits on Facebook, right, Keith? Yeah, just Dits. Just Dits on Facebook. But there um, are two Ditses, so we're the ones yes. with less legs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the ones from New Jersey and the yeah, we're the Yeah, we're the ones from New Jersey. And same same on Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon Music and all that. We're just Dits. Um, but again, there's two Ditses. 
So make sure make sure you get the right one. If it's British people, eh, that's not us. But also, quick uh, fuck you to Dits from the UK for trying to trick us into thinking that they were going to sue us and then lying about it. So oh yeah, we guys, lie. we wanted to be friends with you guys. If you're listening to this, we hit we could have had a nice rela- we could have had a nice relationship. We yeah, were like, di- yo, we have the, the same name. That's so cool. And they were like, oh, we're, <laughs> we got a copyright. So. The, di- the, dits, the dits from the UK, they sent us a phony email claiming to have copyrighted the name internationally, which is ridiculous. A band, <laughs> a, a band of their stature would have never done that. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. So they hit us up and then we sent them an email back like, hey, that's fine. Why don't you send us the paperwork you have? <laughs> and then they just never answered us back. It's like all right, three then. years ago. All right, then. Jeez. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, we would have respected that copyright. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep showing up in your fans' release radars, you motherfuckers. <laughs> that, okay, so to everyone listening, that means we need to blow up this dits to make yes, them the bigger dits, dits, the real. We need dits. to be the big dits. We fuck. can afford the copyright. Yeah, fuck UK dits, man. Get us yeah. rich enough so we can internationally copyright the name. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy that people, like, will actually go through with that, like, whole, like, copyright thing, because there was people in, from back home, they had, like, this hardcore band, and they were super sick, and they had someone send them, like, hey, like, here's, like, a summons, like, we're gonna, we're gonna fight you on this, and they were, like, a, the, the band that was, like, suing them wasn't really active anyways, and that's how it always is, man, they were, like, fuck Uh it. I like heard the actually same. Actually, had to go to court and shit. Yeah, I heard the same story about a band that it was like a, it was a national touring act. They had to change their name because some like random cover band from somewhere had the same name as them. But they had like you know it's a cover band. It's all like dudes in their forties and fifties. One of them was a lawyer and he had copyrighted the name. So as soon as he saw them on a tour flyer or something, he took him to court. Like, all right, dude, you're in a fucking cover band. Just ch- ch- change your name, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, pick another song title to be named after. <laughs> I know, seriously, you asshole. <laughs> all right, dude, uh, thank you so much for for having us yeah. on, though. Sorry <laughs> for sorry for, for once again derailing it. No, I'm like I like I mentioned <laughs> at the beginning of this, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, so we know where to go find dits. Uh, like I said, go jam their stuff, get them blown up because they're the real dits. And they can afford the yeah. copyright. Um, yeah. If you or anyone you know would like to be on an episode, hit us up on the Facebook. Uh, we got Instagram and Twitter now. Emails on the Facebook. Just hit us up. Uh, or I, mean, I don't know why I say us. It's just me. Uh, just hit me <laughs> up uh, and I'll reach out or something. Um, thank you again for stopping by. And uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya. All right, man. See ya. All right. Thanks, dude. Sometimes